Welcome to the Drive to Succeed podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Drive to Succeed podcast. If it's your first time tuning in today, my name is Daniel, the host of the show. Today's podcast is a solo episode because I know today is very special. Happy Hearts Day, wherever part of the world you are in. So before we get the episode started, I would really appreciate if you could hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. This way we can improve our search and visibility and impact more people too. And also one way you can show your support is to share this episode with your friends, your peers, your network, your family and loved ones and tag me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Francisco underscore. I'd also love to hear from you if this episode is valuable to you, what your feedback is, if there's anything you'd like to add or any negative reactions, I would love to hear from you. So without further ado, let's get this episode started. Today's episode is all about the five love languages by Gary Chapman. I know for some of you who are listening right now might be familiar with the concept or are already applying it in your relationship. But for those of you who's listening who probably haven't heard what the five love languages is, please listen until the end because we're going to make it simple and easy for you to implement in your relationship. So let's get things started. So Daniel, what are the five love languages? Well, Gary Chapman explained in his book that all of us human beings speak different love languages. And the way we receive love and the way we give love might be totally different from one person to another person. It's like any other languages, we need to learn how to speak it fluently so that we can show our love to our better half. Right? And for our marriage or any type of relationship to succeed, we need to learn and discover what our partner's love languages is. And once we discover it, then we need to learn how to speak it fluently, right? So what are those five, you might ask? Number one, write this down, words of affirmation. I know some of you might you may think like, Daniel, that's very basic. It is very basic because all of these five love languages has been innate with us. Sometimes the reason why we do have this love language is the way we are brought up in this world, the way we receive love since we are born into this world, right? Number one, words of affirmation. And words of affirmation is used to build up the confidence of your partner. And in most cases, you hear the phrase like, you look good today, I love your suit, you look sharp, you're gonna wear that in your meeting, you're gonna nail it, 100%. Or the dress you're wearing, wow, you look fabulous, right? And you know, you might say, you know what, you're just flattering your partner, but it is a form of showing your love. That's why it's called words of affirmation. You need words, you need to speak it verbally for the other person to hear it. Now, if your partner have words of affirmation as a love language, wouldn't it be more easier to just verbally compliment him or her in that matter? Right? Because the way you show love and the way you receive love, again, might be totally different from your partner. So the way you show your love, especially once you know that he or she has words of affirmation, you know, just put out a lot of compliments. And of course, in the saying goes, you would only give a compliment if you really mean it, right? Don't use it as a way to manipulate your partner because that wouldn't sound so authentic, right? So that's number one, words of affirmation. 
Number two is all about quality time. Quality time means you're putting your partner in your number one priority list. Doesn't matter how busy you are, how fully packed your schedule is. What matters most if you make time to spend it with your partner. Considering how busy you are or considering how busy we all are since you know we started working from home, some of you might go back to the office, some of you might have bigger you know, role in the office and it's quite challenging, especially right now to disconnect and put your 100% attention to your spouse or partner in that matter because you know, you're just working all the time and without having the time to commute, you're spending most of your time either in front of a laptop or in front of your mobile phone, right? Because let's face it, we all are busy. And if we don't have time to invest in our relationship, then what will happen in that relationship? Like it's like just like any other investment that you might have in. The more you put in, the more you're going to put out. And if that you know, um, language means you need to spend more time, not just more time, but more quality time, then you're putting your partner as the number one priority list. And the more you put in that effort, the more you make time for your partner, the more your relationship will prosper, right? So how many of you have experienced where, you know, you promise your partner that you're going to meet on eight o'clock, but suddenly your boss tells you to stay up late and you need to you know uh, reschedule the date on the weekend and then the weekend comes in you're so tired you don't have energy and again you need to reschedule right sound familiar right and this happens in most cases not just in any type of you know dating or relationship it also happens during a marriage that's why it's really important to have a quality time right that's number two and number three is all about receiving gifts. I'm sure you're familiar with the phrase, it's better to give than to receive, right? For those of you guys or men, you know, who are listening right now, I know you probably showered your partner with a lot of gifts in the beginning and you feel that, you know, you need to always set one foot forward in your gift thing. And then suddenly when you guys got married, sounds familiar, <laughs> the gift thing started to dissipate. And if this is your partner's love language, then you know, you're going to be in big trouble sooner or later if you stop doing that. Because at the end of the day, if your partner is all about receiving gifts, that means he, he or she appreciates anything that is coming from you, especially if it's thoughtful, right? I mean, receiving gifts doesn't need to be have a form of materialistic. This just means that your partner wants to receive a thoughtful gift from you, something that you had think of, something that you have prepared ahead of time, not just the last minute, you know, when there's a birthday, anniversary, or any occasion in that matter, and you haven't prepared, <laughs> then you're going to be in big trouble, right? <laughs> Speaking from my own personal experience and Cheesy as, may, as it may sound, even the unsuspected one, like giving something for no other reason, maybe some, you know, some sort of a reward, or it just happened that you saw this cute thing and you feel like your partner will gonna love it, then you just buy it, right? And at the end of the day, it's not about the number of gifts or the amount of the gifts, it's all about what you're giving and in return, what you are investing. Because if your relationship is number one priority, 
then no matter what it is, you're going to make time to give gifts. Does that make sense? <laughs> All right, let's, I hope that makes it clear. Um, you know, it's really very practical. Just give gifts. Don't forget the dates. And of course, let's go on to number four. Number four is all about acts of service. Acts of service is all about action speaks louder than words, right? You heard the phrase. It's really common. And if you think about it, some of you may say, Daniel, I'm not that kind of action guy or action girl, action woman, but I'm more of an intimate person where I just want to write my feelings. But again, just to remind you, like we said earlier, the way you receive love and the way you show love might be totally different. And if your partner loves language is all about acts of service, then in this scenario, you might show your love maybe by throwing out the bin, by washing the car from time to time. If you're a man or if you're a woman, if you're, you know, you fancy doing that, why not, right? Or if you want to be more intimate, you probably offer some foot massage in the evening, right? From, from time to time, if you saw your partner like really tired from working, and all acts, again, require some thought, some time, and effort. And believe me, you, you'll feel like, you know what, Daniel, I feel like I'm made doing this. But believe me, if you keep doing this every day or setting up a day and time where you're going to show your love through acts of service, you're going to see your relationship prosper. And you're going to be surprised what you're going to receive in return. But again... We're not using love language to manipulate a partner to do our own bidding, but rather we are using this in our own accord because we wanted to see our partners happy and we want to see our relationship thrive despite the pandemic, despite the conflict of staying together 24-7 because the more your relationship will mature, the more benefits will come out of it, especially when you start to have kids. And these love languages will be passed on to them as well one day. And you might not notice it, but it comes innate as well with their parents' love languages. Right? So whatever act of service your spouse may have, your partner may have, please feel free to learn it and speak it fluently. And that's number four. Number five is all about physical touch. So what do you mean by physical touch? You mean sex? Well, that's a part of it. But what I mean by physical touch is all about maybe just holding hands while walking in the beach, holding hands while going or strolling in the park, or maybe some random stuff and you feel like cuddling together, watching TV or Netflix or in the movies, you accidentally touch your partner's hand, cheesy as it may sound, but those mini actions or this, those mini small touches, as you can say, can make your partner's heart flatter. And if you put the intention into it, it's going to be more powerful. And again, that is physical touch. That can be a form of massage as well, right? It's an act of service and physical touch combined in one. Then you partner it up with words of affirmation. Like when you're doing the massages, like saying, wow, your body looks great today, right? That's like a you know, deadly combination and a recipe for success in your relationship. Right? I might mean, sound like really <laughs> a love guru here, but that really works because I wouldn't share something that I don't use myself. Right? So that's physical touch is very self-explanatory. A word of advice is that love language is one way to explore and understand yourself and your partner's needs. Right? This doesn't mean 
that this puts you in a box. This just means that you have another tool to express and receive love from your partner. And again, this love language doesn't mean that you need to use it to manipulate your partner to your own bidding. And virtually, like any other person, you know, you might have one or two love languages that really resonates with you the most. But not speaking it fluently doesn't mean your love is broken. It just means that you need to learn how to speak it fluently to get the most out of it, right? I hope this episode really resonates with you. You get something out of it. Later, I'm going to put in the links on the show notes how to take the quiz to discover what your love language is and your partner's love language. And before I end this episode, I wanted to share to you one of my favorite definition of what love is you ready love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects always trusts, always hopes always perseveres and that what love is. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really request to share this with your friends, your peers, your network, your family, your loved ones, your significant other, and you might learn a thing or two. And I would love to hear from you, get your feedback, and simply tag me on Instagram and share this episode at Daniel underscore Francisco underscore. Once again, thank you so much for your time wherever part of the world you're listening today. Thank you and God bless.